0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Covino & Rich Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Covino & Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by
5: searching FSR.
6: Yeah, happy Wednesday if you're just joining us. If you've hung out, you'll understand while we are still perplexed by Jason McIntyre not knowing... That there was a show called drive Drivings, and Dives. It's insane. Even even going, Aaron, as far as to think that it was it was a fake show <laughs> when he tried to quiz Colin Cowherd earlier today. And then you know that J Mac didn't write the question. Yes, had, had to be that had to be a Ryan Music, yes. you know, one right.
7: Very there. very well produced segment. It was funny because I that that was one thing I was going to say we didn't get time to is like so there's there's uh, like I get like I'm not like I said I'm not even a huge pop culture guy. Um, but there's people that obviously cross realms in pop culture and and vice versa, right? Is that I think most people walking earth, even if you're not a basketball fan, know who LeBron James is. They might not know who Jokic is. They might not know who, uh, you know, I, I don't know, Devin Booker is or Bradley Beal, but they know LeBron. And I just feel like Guy Fieri, to your point, 45 seasons, a show that is basically on 24 hours a day. And something Danny G and I were talking about is like, Flavortown, the phrase is such like a, a, a regularly used phrase in everyday life. Like, like wasn't there, I, I know Fieri's from the Bay Area, and wasn't there like a bunch of memes with like, oh, you know, uh, Aisha Curry took a trip to Flavortown this week, you know, she took a picture with Fieri's. Like, I just feel like as much, uh, I feel bad criticizing the guy, because I love Jason McIntyre, but it's like. Like, th- as much as like Flavor Town, the phrase is in pop culture, <laughs> I just don't know how you couldn't know I, what that show is. I, it blows my mind. It blows my mind.
6: I, I'm we're flying out tomorrow. We're flying out of Burbank airport. And uh, when we go there, yes, guy fear. Uh, th- yeah. There's, <laughs> it's, it's like right there, like right by gate a, if you're flying Southwest. well, so, yeah, Also, absolutely. he,
8: he is a big sports fan. That's he's out, mean. Yeah. And uh, from Santa Rosa, California, he's a big Raiders fan. He goes to Raiders camp once every off season to feed the team and the organization. Oh. And this has been all over TV for years. Yes. I,
6: I was not I
8: don't watch The Simpsons, but I know they
6: exist. <laughs> and I, I've seen like an episode or two and you know thought it was great. I just never never been a Simpsons guy, but I know that it's out there, I know that it airs, I know that it's on, I know the history of it. This is just completely, you know, just just blanked. Right. Like this is this is just a complete miss. Right. Like and that's when, what makes it so amazing.
0: When when Aaron said he doesn't follow music that much. But if someone said, oh, you Taylor?" Stones, right. Yeah. They said, hey, Taylor Swift was here. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. Taylor Swift. Maybe you don't know all her songs, but you know who she is. And you're not going to be like Taylor Swift. Is that a new group? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, I see what you're saying, Dan. Well,
7: that's what I was going to say when you led the segment, Dan, by saying, you know, I've never seen The Godfather. Like you've heard of The Godfather. Like yes. you, you're aware it exists. Um, so
6: poor Jay and there, there are, there are multiple different, you know, parts of it as well that I've missed out on, but yes, I am aware. Just, think of, uh, just absolutely was, amazing. I
8: hope the herd producers are hurriedly booking Guy <laughs> Fieri right now to be on the show. Before the week is over, I'll
7: just tell you. I heard the whole thing live, and I thought it was a ruse. Like I thought, I thought he was joking, and I think Colin thought he was joking. And then, you, as we as the sound dropped, you kind of heard Colin say, "Wait, you've never heard of diners, drive-ins, and dives?" <laughs> like I thought it was a gag, and then you know, obviously, it clearly wasn't. So, oh. and he's got regular cable too. That's the part that trips me up again. If he was I, if he was a Netflix, Hulu streaming guy, that'd be one thing. But he said, "I got five hundred channels at
6: whatever." At two thirty one, if you're on DirecTV, like you do not miss it. And Friday nights, yep, uh, that it's on. Heck, it may be on right now, for all <laughs> I know. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's not on right now, but you know it is on? guy's grocery games <laughs> so like if you don't know that like there's a there's a spinoff of it of guy fietti so did 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 he even know that maybe he just thought it was you know guy fietti was popular because of guy's grocery games but guy fietti is right now on uh, on food network my guess
7: uh, and i i don't know this if he's never heard of diners drivings and dives i don't think he's got a uh, guy's grocery games you know locked in on his uh on his uh not TiVo, oh, what's the word man. I'm looking for? The DVR, yeah.
6: Yeah, DVR. Uh, by the way, uh, Guys Grocery Games, kind of the spinoff of Supermarket Sweep a little bit, mm-hmm. of the old Supermarket Sweep. The the show that uh, Big Mike, the guy that doesn't run this place, was on decades ago. That week, <laughs> wow. someone, yeah, Ryan Bersinger unearthed the episode that that Big Mike was on, Bear. which is no longer like it's no longer on. Yeah, and his name on the show was Bear. Wow, That's, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know and, that. And yeah, and he had hair on his head. That, so that was that was even more crazy. Did he about. have a ponytail? Was that the? No, he did. It was not. actually just hair. Uh, it was yeah, okay. it was actual hair. Well, we've
7: got a lot of weird. Fox Sports radio personalities on TV, like Arnie Spanier on the the Newlywed Game, is yes, that the same thing. I,
6: yeah, that's right.
7: Which I believe is on YouTube if you look hard enough. If you the the if you go dark enough on the dark web, <laughs> you can, you can find Arnie Spanier because I have seen the video clips before.
6: I've never I I love game shows and and those that know me know that I love game shows and and will watch and I think this happens in every household. Like someone's guessing the wheel of fortune question right or there's a category in Jeopardy that's maybe up your alley and your significant other or friend or family members like you should go on the show. Mm -hmm. Now I think I think everybody deals with that. Like that just that that's that's how it is. However, I would love to go on a game show but i love them so much that i would i don't want to go because i fear my mistake would haunt me and ruin me like if i guessed a puzzle wrong on wheel of fortune mm. or just completely you know blew it on the prices right like that would sour my love for watching game shows because of my own failure
7: like a May- like a basketball player who misses clutch free throws and then can never watch basketball yeah. again after that
6: yes exactly okay. That is exactly right. I would hate to go on The Price is Right, you know, and you you play a game that you think you know and then just completely miss it. Or, heck, it's become more common that people are missing on Wheel of Fortune as well. Even in reruns, like, I I feel bad that they're rerunning episodes where, like, a lady last night missed two puzzles. It's like that, they're not airing new episodes right now. Thanks so much for airing the one where I look (laughs) like an idiot again. I'm sure that's what she's uh, thinking. Anyway. Speaking of speaking of reruns, we're going to get to sports here in a second. Uh, Aaron's Aaron's got uh, kind of a dilemma on his hand. You're, you're wondering about the future of one Bill Belichick in New England, right? Well, I'll
7: just be brief on this, and I'm curious for everybody's perspective. Is you know, I think they're starting to pick up steam this year. Um, that like, if the Patriots aren't significantly better than we expect them to be. And I think we all kind of agree they're probably the fourth most talented team in the division. We are now talking about, uh, what, four years removed from Tom Brady. That would be, uh, you know, one playoff appearance, they get destroyed by the Bills. And I think there's a thought, right, that, uh, you know, if, if, if things go poorly for Bill Belichick, he could be forced out. Why I bring it up is I, I think that element is interesting. Like, could you force out a legend? But then my th- my second thought was in that conversation, if Bill Belichick is forced out and he doesn't want to retire, is there a market for Bill Belichick? And it sounds crazy, a million Super Bowls, whatever, but obviously it would be four straight dud years without Tom Brady. He would be being hired at age 72 years old, obviously tough to work with struggled in the post- Brady era struggled to develop an offense without Brady and certainly without Josh mcDaniels it was just something I was thinking about it's like like you know there's a thought that he could be forced out now you know I I think Robert Kraft in a perfect world would like to have a joint you know quote-unquote retirement and you know they they leave publicly on good terms but that doesn't seem like how Bill Belichick is going to go out if things do not go well this year and so it's just a thought I had it's like would there be a market for him like would there be teams lining up to hire him part of me thinks there would be but part of me thinks there might not be
6: i think that there absolutely would be if it was this year i think the the, the question is that you know w- would he want would he want to and this is this i i think that first of all i think that his, his the leeway that he gets um and I know Bob Kraft it's it's different they're kind of in the same boat but it's different because one's the owner and one's the head coach you know if you win a title like I, I feel like there's a, like a five-year window like you can't be fired within the next five years after after winning a title and they win Super Bowl 53 so now you've got 54 55 56 57 after this one it would be like okay it's been five years but do you really do that to the guy that you know Brought you six of those, and was the he- so the window to me is even it's it's even bigger and and this the point was brought up of Belichick breaking Don Shula's all time wins mark, which could be if the if the Patriots are a little bit above average, about three seasons away, and and I don't think that Robert Kraft would would want Bill Belichick to go somewhere else and break that record knowing that he probably would be very sought after. It wouldn't be every team because every team has their own dynamics, but you would have to think that there there would be a bunch of them that would want to bring him in. It would be a matter of just if Belichick would want to do it or not. Well, to
7: the Robert Kraft point, I guess my only question would be, um, you know, one, he just went through that with Brady, right? You don't want to see Brady go somewhere else, but that's exactly what happened, and I know maybe that was more Belichick than, than Robert Kraft. But Robert Kraft is 82 years old. Um does he want to wait around 3 more years for for you know to have a ceremony honoring Bill Belichick if they're not being competitive? Like that that to me is just it's it's just an interesting conversation because this would be year 4 post Brady and again we're we're talking under the assumption that they pretty much do what we expect, which is not live up to expectations. I just think it's interesting and and, and I I do think there would probably be somebody interested, even if it's for name brand alone. But again, we're talking about 72 years old. So so what is the realistic time frame on how long Bill Belichick is your head coach? Is he going to want player personnel control like he's tried to control the draft? Um, the offense has been painful, at the very least since Josh McDaniels left, maybe not so much just Tom Brady. Hmm. I think there would be a market. I, I don't think it would be as robust. And I'd be curious what teams would be interested in that situation.
6: I don't think it, you know, like obviously San Francisco, you're not going to move off of Al Shanahan in that situation. The chiefs aren't going to move off of Andy Reed. I don't, I, I, the giants aren't going to move off of Brian Dable, but the reason I bring the giants up is I had felt, gosh, if you, you know, there've there been a bunch of NFL pieces that Belichick has done and, you know, whether it be NFL network or, you know, 30 for thirties or stuff like that behind the scenes, the way that he talks about his days with the giants sure and as he says it's the giants you know with <laughs> the giants um he loves that time there i had always felt that if he like i i didn't think that he was going to be a lifer with new england even as recently as a couple of years ago when the giants were you know making the change and and dable ends up coming in which was you know a little more than an off season ago I hadn't even thought then, Aaron, I'm like, gosh, if, you know, maybe maybe they just want to make a call to New England just to see if Bill would be, you know, interested in, in something like that. What, you know, what sort of deal? Like, I felt like he'd always, he just, he talked so glowingly. And then all things ended with the Jets, like they can't stand the, the Jets and how things played out uh, in the transition. And then when he left the Jets, like that, that seems to have left a sour taste in his mouth, but I mean, he he just he just talks glowingly about his times and, and being the defensive coordinator with the Giants. That I always felt there was a possibility that that he would maybe go there, um, but now they've got Brian Dable, so that wouldn't be a possibility. I don't I don't think he would be like, oh, guess what? Uh, you know, there's the, you know there, there's an opening in you know Arizona. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's move on. Jonathan Gannon lasted one year. I'm going go to go there. Like that doesn't seem to fit. I think there would have to be certain certain conditions, certain people in place, and the right position for him to want to do it, I think there would be more people wanting him than teams that he would want to go to.
7: It's fair. It's fair. I just think, first of all, I just think it's a fascinating question. And I think what's fascinating to me is kind of what you open the segment with, which is what is the grace period for the greatest coach of all time? And and there, there have been circumstances where kind of legends, it, it doesn't, you know, end well or a guy's kind of forced out before he wants to, it's really like, maybe I'm wrong here, but it doesn't feel like it's that many guys. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know. I can't I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but there have been some. I know like in college sports, like I remember Bobby Bowden, it was a big thing where it was clear he was kind of on the tail end and they kind of forced him out. But like, I can't think of a ton of guys that have been kind of still wanting to coach uh, still physically able to coach, that just basically got forced out. So I think that's an interesting element of what is that window for a guy that has been successful as him that clearly has not been as successful the last three four years.
6: You can do it in college, like you can you can have that CEO role. I I remember and and I covered a few Florida State games. Florida State would be you know driving down the field, and Bobby Bowden was at the other. You know, thirty yard line
7: didn't have a headset on yet.
6: You know, he had a headset because he was listening, but he <laughs> but but it wasn't like he was actively there with the coordinators and and coaches putting players in. Like he couldn't have been further away from the actual action that was going on. You know and that always and that was that was the the role that they set up, and I, and you can do that in college. I I don't know if you could do that in pros. And the crazy thing about it, Aaron, is we've actually seen some of the cutthroat this in college with Gene Chizik at Auburn. Like there was sure. there was no grace period. Um, you know, for for him Coach of, of Yeah. Uh, yeah, Coach O, another one. Uh even Mark Helfrich at Oregon was, you know, That's they didn't win one. at all, but, you know, they they made it to the title game and then, you know, afterwards they end up all right, they go in a different direction a, a few years later. Like we've seen it more in college of moving on than than we have in the NFL, but we also haven't seen a guy in the NFL win six Super Bowls like he has it's, it's very it's it's an intriguing conversation and one that I think is going to be happening quite a bit throughout this season if the Patriots don't play good football and not a lot of people are expecting them to do so
7: no I I, I think it's a fascinating I think there's two fascinating layers is could you actually force him out and then would Bill Belichick Except being forced out, and if not, what would the future be at that point?
6: Here's the other thing: and Albert Breer said it on the network a, a week or two ago that Gerard Mayo is going to be the one that's probably going to be the next mm, head coach. So Steve. then, what you're saying is, is that they just they need a new voice to hear, not like what you're actually doing. And the you know and, and maybe they, you know would need a new you'd need a new GM as well because you need somebody to be brought in to make those decisions. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Bayer, sitting in for Camino and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you today by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. Find Danny G on Twitter at Danny G Radio and John Ramos at GS Ramos 06. Coming up, uh-oh, yeah, it's it's hump day. Is it mid, is it week, or is it major? We'll tell you next year on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
3: Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: It's Kavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Bayer. We're live from the TireEc.com studios. And today, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. It's a Wednesday Aaron's here. I'm here. So is Danny G. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Cavino and Rich get you over the middle of the week with
0: Midweek Major. major. Ooh, I love that. We throw sports and pop culture headlines and topics at the fellas. And it's like the kids say
6: that's so midweek.
8: Definitely major. CNR scoring Midweek Major. All right, welcome into a right. day. right let's do this here with dan byer and aaron torres in for cnr for one more day the boys will return tomorrow to the airwaves midweek major time now how we start this out you guys we're gonna we're gonna flip this coin to see who goes first it's kind of like home court advantage all right you'll be able to answer these questions first all right so uh byer go ahead and call it in the air all right heads Oh, and it's heads. Wow. All right. So, Bayer gets to go first. And um, we will start, Dan, with the biggest debate that has been dividing our country the past few days. Country superstar Miranda Lambert might have seen this story. She stopped her concert in Las Vegas. She's got a residency there, the Velvet Rodeo. She stopped her song, made the band stop. And she addressed a group of fans who weren't fully paying attention to her song. They were taking selfies. Uh, This lady that she mainly directed went on Good Morning America. A lot of people applauded when Miranda Lambert said this to the crowd. And a lot of people inside the arena left. So, I saw that Super divided A lot of people disagreeing on this And by the way This lady on Good Morning America She said Everybody was having such a great time We would stand up at times and dance It was great energy But after that happened It just um It was not the same so, Dan, This was during the Tin Man, right? Yes. This is like her
6: like, like slow song, yeah.
8: So, Miranda, uh, by the way, everyone's so divided on this that it was such a debate on The View this morning. Whoopi Goldberg walked off the set. What? Yeah. Oh they s- never walk
5: off the set, <laughs> Shocking.
8: So, Dan, uh, her stopping her concert to berate these fans, is this midweek or major?
6: I love on all the topics they've discussed on that show that this was the last straw for Whoopi Goldberg. So Miranda <laughs> Lambert. I <laughs> Uh, Yeah, that's it. You guys have crossed the line. Uh, It's weak, and it's weak by Miranda Lambert. It is is absolutely a weak move. You have to have more respect for your audience. And even if they aren't diehard fans and maybe they're there to take selfies. They still paid a ticket to go yeah, there.
8: 757 and, bucks.
6: Yes. Yes. So if they want to take the selfie because the lighting was was right and I heard some people say that these people were taking selfies all night long, you as a performer have to block that out. There is there is no obligation by the crowd. A uh, week by Miranda Lambert. Pull that week i
7: will say week as well
6: weak.
7: via miranda lambert for the exact same reason hey somebody pays seven hundred dollars to show up and see me you know as long as they're not breaking the law you do whatever the heck you want you want to put your camera on me you want to put your camera on yourself i really don't care i'm laughing all the way to the bank um and oh by the way when you take a selfie isn't it to commemorate a moment in time isn't it to say how happy you are at this particular concert Weird and weak from
8: Miranda Lambert. All right, the Battle of Ohio is uh, getting heated up. The Cincinnati Bengals went after the Browns, Dan, over their white throwback helmets, saying they're a blatant ripoff. Browns announced this past Tuesday that they are going to rock non-orange helmets for several games this season. They haven't done that in 70 years. Bengals shared old footage of team owner Mike Brown discussing the two teams' similar jerseys and colors back in the day, saying that former Browns owner Art Modell believed Cincy ripped off Cleveland's look, so the Bengals think the roles have reversed. Browns clap back with their own tweet, saying that they did this way before the Bengals even existed. Two teams face off in Week One, by the way, so they can uh, they can get at it on the field. Is this mid-week or major?
6: Uh, this is this is week, and weak. it's week on the Browns' part, and I'll tell you why. Why are we doing throwbacks to the 1940s? Like, the only reason the Browns are doing it is because their helmet is different, and it's a white helmet, and it gives an excuse. The Seahawks today unveiled their—they're calling them the 90s throwbacks— because of the blue face mask you could have said 80s you you could have said late 70s when they came on there are a few minor changes but they're calling them the 90s throwback you want to know why because so many people that are of the age that i am right now remember the seahawks in that uniform and they love it nobody remembers what the browns were doing in 1940 so yeah it does seem like you're ripping off the cincinnati Bengals. by the way paul brown what founded the Bengals? Aren't the Browns named after Paul Brown? Like, this is, it is just, it's so weak on Cleveland. I don't know why you're trying to get into this petty fight when the uniforms are kind of meh anyway.
7: Weak. First of all, it's weak from Dan Byer. What what was that ageism Whoa. right there? Oh, nineteen forty. Yep. Yeah, I mean, come on. If they want, you know, listen. There's some eighty year old that vividly remembers those those white helmets and is having yes. the time of their lives at the retirement home right now. <laughs> okay, Dan, let the man have his happiness. I will also say, and I'm by the way joking, but I think it's weak by the Bengals. Weak. My my thought is, you know, to 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 quote the great philosopher, Lavar Ball, stay in your lane. Bengals, you focus on you you focus on jamar chase joe burrow and and the 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 kansas city chiefs right now the, the browns don't have much going for them if they want to get new helmets which oh by the way make them look like the oregon state beavers it's actually an awful look if they want to go if they want to go ugly uniforms i don't think it's the
8: Bengals' place to say anything All right, TMZ is reporting that Tiger Woods is no longer being sued for allegedly cooking up a scheme to toss out his ex-girlfriend from his home after they broke up. His ex, Erica Herman, recently dropped the $30 million lawsuit she filed against him. That's according to the New York Post. Her decision to drop the suit comes on the heels of a related legal win for Tiger. As TMZ reported in May, a judge ordered the case to arbitration, which is what Woods wanted. So, buyer, this thirty million dollars suit no longer weighing over Tiger's. Is mid, week, or major?
6: It's major, and in fact, it's so major that I think it should count major. towards Tiger's majors total. <laughs> so this should give him sixteen that he doesn't have to give her thirty million dollars or whatever she wanted in that lawsuit. How about this? Something scandalous finally went Tiger Woods' way. You know, like this ah, is that's a good point. Yeah, you know, he's been hurt for a majority of twenty twenty three. Had the procedure done on his ankle. This is a major win on the heels of the final major of the year teeing Definitely off in major. just a matter of hours major major win for tiger woods
7: i don't mean to keep uh going up the same road that dan does right. but i think it's major as Definitely well major. listen you know I, I don't know what it's like to have a billion dollars in the bank account but um you know I, I i based on what i read i i thought this was um you know a little bit of a stretch by this young lady and she was trying to take advantage of the fact that her boyfriend was a billionaire and reap some monetary benefit. So I'm happy if, if it went down the way that it seems to have gone down, that she's not getting to take advantage of it. Major win for Tiger. Definitely I, major.
4: I,
6: I wish this would have gone to court just because on the final day of the proceedings would tiger have worn his red polo and black slacks, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, like, you know, show up in the full Sunday tiger red (laughs) last day of court. Like we're going to win this thing. This is going to be our deal. That's the only thing that I feel like we've been left out of. (laughs)
8: All right, fellas. It is not easy to run a company nowadays, especially after COVID and everything that happened. Almost 23 million views on Twitter. Not threads. Twitter. Uh, somebody, Somebody took a picture of this from their work break room, and it's a sign their boss typed out saying, effective immediately, all staff must leave their cell phones on and make themselves available when not on shift. Consider yourself on call. You must answer calls from Gary, and if you are asked to cover a shift, you must do so without complaining. This is not optional. We all need to work together to help the company succeed. Let's set some record profits this quarter. Go team. So, Dan, a lot of arguing in the comments uh, on all these millions of views on this on on Twitter, but this is how some bosses and workplaces are dealing with the problems of hiring right now. Is this midweek or major?
6: This is weak
1: Weak.
6: I'm not not ready to sit on the fence in any of these stories I would have I would have I would have wrote To hell in between go team Because that's (laughs) what the message is sounding like (laughs) Like go to hell team This is what you guys have to deal with Uh, Yeah, who are you? My goodness I would block block Gary's number If that was the case (laughs) Weak, absolutely weak
7: Week. I'll, I'll say it's weak from the employer as well. I mean, I'm Week. all for hard work, but two things. One, who's expected to be on call 24 hours except for a doctor? Like, unless this is a doctor's lounge, then yeah. Like if live radio are engineers,
8: state, yeah, radio engineers are the <laughs> <Yes>. other ones. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good yeah, point. Like, yep. like, and yeah. strippers.
6: <laughs> okay, well that,
7: that that's a different. <laughs> conversation. 9
6: a.m. Danny, 9 a.m. It's Bridget.
8: Breakfast. 9 a.m. <laughs> breakfast buffet. Yes. <laughs> brunch specials. Yeah, mimosas, baby.
6: Um,
7: so I think it's weak. Uh, I think it's weak by the employer. Weak. And I had another thought, but then Danny started talking about 9 a.m. strippers, and I kind of got <laughs> sidetracked. So, you know you what's off. not weak? Showing up at at, at uh, uh, uh fill-in-the-blank place at 9 a.m. for a shift. That's not weak at all, Dan.
8: <laughs> all right, and finally, you guys both watched this video. The Blue Jays pitching coach, Pete Walker, was ejected. He was standing on the mound having a little conference with his infielders. The umpire walks up from behind, so the pitching coach is not even looking at the ump. The ump, it seems like, heard something he didn't like. ejects him out of the game. Never seen anything like this. Dan, is this midweek or major?
6: You know what? You know what, Danny G. In honor of sportsmanship, which I think is so lacking these days, I am going to pass my answer. Uh, my first answer to Aaron Torres. So I will respond Ooh. after Aaron gives it in in an olive branch of sportsmanship. Aaron Torres, you can go first on this question.
7: Uh, I think it's weak by the ump. Weak. But I'm also I watched the video three times and I'm a little confused as to what happened. I don't know why he came out to the mound as quickly as he did. And based on the short video that I saw, I'm not sure why he was thrown out. So it's a double week. It's not one, but two weeks. Like a vacation, a Weak. fortnight. I am very confused <laughs> as to why. I'm confused by everything, okay? Like like the way that Jason McIntyre was confused by diners, drive-ins, and dives, that is this to me. I'm stunned and confused by this.
6: I think that this is major, and I think it's a major move Definitely by major. Pete Walker to do this. This was... This was like – you're at the mound, and you're you're talking to your reliever, and you know the ump is, is going to be there in a matter of time. So you stand out there, and then when you know the, the ump is in earshot, you let him know what's going on, master class. Because then he immediately turned to him and is like, all right, now it's on. It's kind of like the – Throw the first punch. Go ahead, and once he got thrown out, then it was then the gloves were off. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was a major, major that move by the Blue Jays', Jays pitching coach to pull that off. Uh,
7: if you see him, he's got the little handlebar mustache too. That's that's a guy that has no time for your nonsense. Uh-huh. I, I can tell you that much. That I, I, otherwise, I was pretty confused by what happened. But that's a man it that was has like no- a
8: verbal sucker punch. Yes, it was. It was <laughs> yeah, like, like, not
7: even just like a uh, it was just like a little jab to the nose, just like a little little like that. So
8: anyway. all right. That's midweek, Major. Thank right. you, guys. And now Thank you Isaac
5: Lowenkron. As uh, we begin in the National Football League. Oh, uh, hold on, guys. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Get. It looks like Gary is calling, guys. <laughs> you, better, you better take that call. Yeah, yeah, g- take it. Go team! Back to you. Got to, got to increase those profits. Speaking of profits, <laughs> New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley made an appearance on the Money Matters podcast and discussed the possibility of holding out for more profits. You want me to show you my work?
7: Want to show you how much how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. That's not something I want to do. But like, it's something that has it something that crossed my mind. I might have to take it to this level.
5: The New York Jets placed receiver Randall Cobb, tight end C.J. Uzama, and running back Brees Hall on the physically unable to perform list at the outset of training camp. They also placed safety Chuck Clark and receiver Deontay Spencer on injured reserve. According to annual financial statements posted today by the publicly owned Green Bay Packers, NFL revenue grew 7.8% last season to approximately $12 billion with each team receiving a share of $374 million. So that means all 32 teams got $374 million in revenue before selling a single ticket or selling anything else. In Major League Baseball today at Baltimore, the Orioles defeated the Los Angeles Dodgers 8-5. The Tampa Bay Rays lost to Texas 5-1. That's four straight losses for Tampa Bay. And with that, Baltimore passed. Tampa Bay for first place in the American League East by five percentage points. Finally, in Major League Baseball, the Chicago White Sox announced today that they will be placing a catch up bell of shame at their home ballpark guaranteed rate field. The bell will be rung when someone is spotted putting ketchup on a Chicago-style <laughs> hot dog. I swear I did not make that up. A ketchup bell of shame. Say at the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com. Dan and Aaron, back to you.
6: We'll see if they're caught red-handed. Uh, it ah. is Camino on Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. He is Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. in for the guys today. As we're live from the tirerack.com studios. Fox Sports Radio's teamed up with tirerack.com to give away a set of four brand new tires valued at up to $1500 every 2 weeks this summer. That's right, three lucky listeners will receive a set of four tires plus installation taxes and fees valued at up to $1,500. It's the summer of Tire X sweepstakes. Enter daily at foxsportsradio.com to increase your chances to win. You can register to win every single day to improve your chances. A winner will be selected every two weeks between now and August 27th for a set of four brand-new tires. To enter and get rules, visit foxsportsradio.com. Sponsored by TireX.com, the way tire buying should be. Hit Aaron up on Twitter, at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. And coming up next, who is the next Kevin Durant of the world of sports? That answer may surprise you, but we'll tell you here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 GAMBLER.
4: I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington.
0: Diners, drive-ins, and dives. I'm gonna say that's real. That's true. That's not even a real show, man. Well, what? A, dr- diners, drive-ins, and that's a that's a show. That's a show with um. I just met him last week. Yeah, Guy Fieri. I just met him two weeks ago. at The UFC. Wow, fight. he's a that's, nice guy. I, it's weird. I have like 500 channels. I've never I've never heard of that. Cha- what channel is that on?
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I never get. Oh, that was our Progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They will help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. It is commuter and Rich. She's here Torres. I'm Dan Beyer in for Stephen Rich today. That highlight, courtesy of Fox Sports Radio and Fox Sports 1, we are still flabbergasted that Jason McIntyre did not know that there was a show called Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. It, I, I, would, I, I don't know if it's... Like popularity-wise of ratings, you can't really judge it. Sure, but it is the first time that I've heard that somebody had had no idea, and it was the fact that J-Mac was like, "You're you're wrong, Colin. That was stupid. That show's not even real. It's like not only is it real, it's been going on for like sixteen years. Yes, so amazing.
7: It, it's you know, it's one of those like you don't have to watch Meet the Press to know it exists. You know. And uh, sixty minutes, uh, Sports Center. Like I said, it's a you know. I'll give you an example from last week. Right, we had Messi showing up at uh, Publix, and I'm not a soccer guy. Uh, I watch maybe one soccer match every couple years when it's the World Cup final. But I know who Messi is. Like I've heard the name Messi, uh, and maybe Guy Fieri isn't quite that popular worldwide, but in the United States. Jason uh, McIntyre, as he said, he gets 500 channels on his TV guide. I'm just blown away. that like. And, and then, as you said, Guy Fieri's got uh, restaurants all over the country. Every airport, you know, multiple casinos. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems weird to me.
6: But. Multiple shows? Yes! As I said, just turned over to the Food Network a little while ago, and it was Guy's Grocery Games. I just, I can't, I can't believe it. Like, I... <laughs> It is just, it is so shocking. Like of all the cable shows that have really like broken through the mainstream, yes. like that would one, not only of just like food network, but of, of other ones just, yeah, blew my mind. But that was our progressive play of the day. I guess it it wasn't a hit. It was an error. That's what it would be because (laughs) you are missing out on some good TV. You know, football season is almost here. We know that not only because the NBA has finally come to an, uh, an end for a little while, thank goodness. By the way, I know that we still don't know where Harden, uh, Dame, and Pascal Siakam could end up, but need a little break from the the association. And football is here. Jets players reporting the camp today. Their full squad in a little more than two weeks. They'll be taking on the Browns in the Hall of Fame game coming up uh, in Canton, Ohio. So that's a uh, Two weeks from tomorrow, in fact. So that's how close we are to actually seeing a football game for the 2023 season. Aaron, there's another football uh, that's going to be fast on the horizon. College football, SEC media days are going on right now. And it's going to be the last media days without Texas and Oklahoma members. And there's been some movement lately. I know you've been over the all over the San Diego State story. They're going to be back in the Mountain West Conference. And you wonder what their future is, you wonder what's happening with the Big 10 and and I just was I was watching SEC Media Days today and, and watching some of the clips and just it got me to thinking about what it's going to be like next year when Oklahoma and Texas end up moving into the league. And I just I wonder because of of you know the Big 12 seemed to have landed on their feet pretty well, you know, from the departure it's still not the same without those two schools. But just to leave for the SEC, like I feel like Oklahoma and Texas are going to be like Kevin Durant leaving the Thunder for the Warriors. Like it just in making that league so dominant, but I just wonder if, if, if the hate will continue or if people will celebrate that those schools end up getting run by Georgia and Alabama, but just to, to leave for such a stronger league and the, you know, the league that breaks so much about himself. I just wonder if that's going to be the sense when OU and Texas finally do leave.
7: I think Texas is one. I think everybody kind of hates them. You know, it's they're like the New York Yankees or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, if you're not a fan, you, you just don't like them. Um, Oklahoma's the interesting one, but but I think what I would say is I feel like most people are rooting against them. Certainly the other 14 SEC schools, they want to show, oh my goodness, you thought it was easy, you thought you were just going to come in here, this place is much tougher than you thought. Um, but I think outside schools too, because I, I I don't know, I think there's something to the way they left... Um, how they left and what it really means for college football because you could argue that USC and UCLA maybe don't make that move to the Big 10 or the Big 10 doesn't feel like they have to make that move if Oklahoma and Texas don't go first so i kind of think i think people are going to be actively rooting against them if you're not a Texas or Oklahoma fan
6: i think there's yeah there's more i think there's more carnage done to the Pac 12 than there was to the Big 12 you know, with the respective departures. Mm-hmm. But it's just of, you know, of going to the SEC and everything that came along with it. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I wonder if people will cheer for, you know, Alabama takes on Oklahoma. You know, are people cheering for Alabama or Oklahoma? We'll have a year to decide that. Aaron Torres, it's been fun. Live for the com studios. Canvito and Rich are back tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday.